0: Welcome to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, Faith Over Fear Broadcast. We pray this presentation is a blessing to you as we grow together through studying and rightly dividing God's living word. Thank you for tuning in with us. And now, here's your host, Pastor Vance Mansfield.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in today to this podcast Uh, We are going to be starting a brand new series uh, titled, The Sons of God, or Becoming uh, the Sons of God. And as we go into this series, I want you to keep in mind that there are many aspects to sonship. And God God has called us into sonship, and in fact, has called us... Beyond Sonship, but we're gonna in this series deal with Sonship, and there's some things that we need to address, and some of those things that we need to address are, you know, the idea of a servant or a slave, and I'm gonna I'm going to have uh, another broadcast on that, so you need to go back and listen to the uh, broadcast on servitude, but. Right now, we're going to deal with sonship, which is after you leave servitude and move into sonship. But I want to recap a little bit. And one of the things that you've got to come to understand is, you know, God didn't call you to be a slave forever. Now, I am very well aware of Paul stating that he is a slave to the gospel of Christ, that he was a slave to the gospel. He's a slave to God. And you've got to understand that you first have got to perfect servitude. Okay. Now, how do you perfect servitude? You perfect it by becoming a servant, right? And I'm going to give you just a simple explanation. And for those of you that didn't hear the, uh, the broadcast on servitude, you need to go back and listen to those. Uh, When you become a servant, nobody wants to clean the toilets. Let's be honest. Okay. But you've got to come to the place where you are willing to be a servant in the gospel. And if you belong to a church and that church has asked you just to hold the door and greet people with a smile, but you feel like you need to be preaching behind the podium with a microphone and you grumble about your job you've not perfected servitude okay if the church asks you to vacuum the carpet and clean the pews or the chairs and you feel like you need to be the worship leader and you're grumbling i you know i i don't this isn't what god called me to blah 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 you have not perfected servitude And now the only example I can give you is of myself and I'm not boasting of myself. I'm just simply God has brought me through these levels to teach me the different aspects of my relationship with God. Okay. Well, early on, and actually I'm not going to act like that this doesn't happen now. I still do this stuff. Okay. Early on, we didn't have any money. We still really don't have any money. Okay. We don't function on high, on a high dollar ministry. We don't have huge offerings that come in. We don't get millions of dollars a year. We don't even get tens of thousands of dollars a year. All right. We, we're lucky to get a few thousand dollars a year. A lot of this money comes out of, comes out of our pocket. It comes out of, out of me working and uh, you know supporting what God has called me to do but it we didn't have money so we would uh you know we would rent these hotels and these conference centers and we didn't rent the fancy ones that had it all set up for us we had to set the chairs up so we're talking you know we would we would rent a, a room and we would have to set up 100, 200 chairs, 300 chairs by me. And and maybe if I was uh, fortunate enough, maybe another person would help me set them up. And early on, I would carry all this equipment in this sound equipment, and I would do that by myself. And periodically, I would see somebody that was just staying at the hotel watching me carry this stuff in by myself. And I would offer them some money out of my pocket and I would say, Hey, I'll give you $20 or whatever. If you will help me carry some of this equipment in and get it inside. They didn't even, some of these hotels didn't even have carts to put the stuff on. You know, the baggage carts that you put your luggage on your luggage cart. They didn't even have that. And I would have to set it up and one thing God taught me in all of that was I didn't really complain that much early on about having to carry all that stuff. Well, as the equipment grew and got heavier and bigger and a lot more uh, pieces of equipment, I realized that I've got to have help because I just can't physically lift this stuff by myself. Some of this stuff was really, really heavy and it was damaging to the equipment uh, for me to try to carry it by myself. So I had to employ some help and I was blessed to have someone come along that was willing to work for nothing. So when I gave him an offering, he was, he was grateful. He did it with a smile with no expectation. He did it with a smile. See, God sent me someone in my time of need and he served the ministry and God perfected servitude in him. He never complained. He never grumbled. He was one of the very few people that never complained and never grumbled. You've heard me talk about him in some of the services. Uh, Brother Alex Day would would help me do this stuff. And God was preparing me in servitude. See, I had to do all of the uh, all of the dirty work, so to speak in order to set these meetings up so that God could move. Because if people didn't have chairs and didn't have a place to sit, if we didn't have a sound system, if we didn't have what we needed in place, the service wouldn't be complete. And I would even, in a lot of cases, stand at the door and hold the door open and greet people as they came in. And I was so young back then, they didn't know that I was actually the one going to be doing the preaching. Uh, But, You know, I would greet them with a smile and welcome them and make them feel like that they belong there, make them feel like they were a part of what we were doing because they are a part of what we're doing. And all of that was in preparation to bring me into sonship, which is what I want to talk about with you today. And we find sonship in the office of Jesus Christ, which was the office of the son of God. And I have a series titled The Three Sons of God that you need to hear. And I would be willing, if you email me and tell me that you would like to have that series, I would be willing to give that to you free of charge. We'll make it available as an audio download, and you could have it free of charge, because you need to hear it. And I'm not here to sell the gospel. It takes a lot of money to run the ministry, and I... We are grateful for every offering that comes in to help us support the work that we're doing. But I'm not going to sell it to you. I'm going to give it to you free of charge. I preached it many years ago, and it's going to really help you understand uh, the different offices that Jesus stood in when he was in the flesh. But we're going to go on into sonship. And I want you, if you're studying along, to turn with me to John chapter 1. And verse 12. And it says, but as many as received him to them, gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe upon or believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God or of the will of God. Now, I want to talk to you about this, these two scriptures. Let's go back to John chapter 1, verse 12. But as many as received him, okay, there's your key. A lot of times we read the Bible so fast that we miss what God is actually saying. We miss all of the important parts. See, we look at them as elementary or just something that we assume that we know, but we miss the hidden keys to how we attain different levels of relationship with God. See, if you want to come out of a slave mentality, out of a slave relationship, out of a servant, see, servant is, is defined as slave. And I know that's a touchy subject for a lot of people today, all around the world. But you've got to come out of that flesh mentality. We're talking God. This is our relationship with God, Okay. As many as received him. So how do, you, how do you gain this? You have to first receive him. How do you receive him? What are you receiving? You are receiving him in his fullness. You're receiving him in the office of sonship so that you could become the son of God. To them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. And when you look at the phrase to them that believe on his name, you are actually reading to them that, that have the faith in, okay, to have faith in or to entrust on that name. What is that name? It's the name of God. It's Jesus. Okay. Okay. Even to them that believe and trust in, have faith on, rely upon His name, and it's kind of uh, I want to I want to define the word name here for a moment. It's anama in the Greek, and it it comes from. I'm not even, you know, I'm not really good at pronouncing Greek names here, but Ginosko. And it means to know. To know, absolutely, to know. So, when you're dealing with the name, we're not... Dealing with something that we have heard or that we have repeated to know. See, now I'm I'm gonna make a, a statement here and I, I need you to follow along very closely. In the old testament, if someone had intercourse with someone else, it said they knew them, to know them. Okay. To know is a very intimate Relationship. It is where two become one, even to them that become one with his identity. That's why we go on in verse 13 to say, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God or the will of men, but of God. See, a lot of people think they're born because their mother and father calls them to be born. Well, that's that's not actually why you're born. You are born because God. Caused you, so you were born of the will of God. Now, how are you born of the will of God? Well, this that question is going to go a whole lot deeper than this study is going to go. But if you would like to know more about where you were conceived before you were conceived in the flesh, I would love to study that with you. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that trust in, rely upon, and become one with his name, or trust in and rely upon their unity and oneness with his identity which were born not of blood. See, you may be in flesh and blood, but that's not what you are originally. See, originally, you're one with God, nor of the will of flesh. So what does that mean? Nor of the will of flesh. It's defined as, you know, the human nature or the passion of carnality. I think you can figure that out on your own. The sons of God, even to them that believed on his name, you were called the sons of God. Not because you were born of blood, not because you were born of the passion of carnality, not because you were born because your mother and father wanted a child, but because God. Wanted you to be in this day, in this time. And you have been going through a process of perfection. That's why some some things in your life have been so hard on you. Because you have got to overcome these things so that you can move into perfection. See, we have a study On the fire of God. We have a study on the lake of fire. And the judgment of God. And all of these things. And those will help you. Those are podcasted and free right now. On our website. Or all of your favorite podcast stations. You can go back and listen to them. And those will help you. Come to understand. Why you have. Had to go through some of the things. That you've had to go through. And in the age in the time frame that we are living in right now God is tr- is trying to bring you to a place of perfection so that he can bring out his perfect will in the earth through you now we have we have studied many times about God being made manifest in you and manifest in the flesh in fact if we go on Actually, if we go up above in this scripture and we go to John chapter one, verse one, it says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God and all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. So everything that is made came from him. Okay. well, that settled that idea. All things were made by him without him was not anything made in him was life. And his life was the light of men. and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it. Not the word comprehended means to lay a hold. The darkness could not lay a hold on the light. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came to for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe he was not the light, but was sent to bear record of the light That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world. This is talking about Jesus now. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. That's why you've been so rejected your whole life. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Now can you come to understand why your family can't receive you? They couldn't receive him either. He came unto his own, his own received him not. Now, these are the scriptures that we're studying. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe upon his name, which were born not of blood, nor of will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Now, look, here's what I want to show you. And the the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. See? The word was made flesh. So we're talking about that word being made flesh. We're talking about God being revealed in you. How how does that happen? Through the word. It happens through the word. See, the word is made manifest in you because he has written the word on the fleshly tables of your heart that you would become one with that word, which was that flesh body of Jesus, And now it's your flesh body. See, that's why Paul said that we are the body of Christ. We are his body. We're his flesh body. We are him walking in the earth. And I know that that's really hard for a lot of people to understand, but we're talking about sonship. We're not talking about servitude. Okay? When when God is moving you into sonship, you're going to have to manifest this. If you're going to be called the sons of God, then you're going to have to come to understand that you are one with the body of God. You are one with Jesus. He said, you will be one with us, even as we are one, and we and you shall be one with each other. See, we're a unified body of Christ. And that word is made flesh, and now it dwells among the earth. So, you have to learn to overcome. So just like he had to learn to overcome so that you can manifest the perfect will of God. And we're going to continue this study because we're not done. There are a lot more scriptures that I want to get into. There are a lot more scriptures that I want to get into, excuse me. And we're going to continue this study On becoming the sons of God because God is calling you into a deeper walk with Him. He is calling you into a more perfected state of unity with God. And we're going to help you achieve that. So, and we're going to help you understand why some of the things happen that happen to you. We have a study on the fire and why a lot of these things happen and you need to hear it and it's going to really help you so I want you to stay tuned and tomorrow at the same time and same place we are going to have part 2 so I want you to tune in tomorrow and invite all of your friends to tune in because you never know who, the, who you know that needs to hear this truth from God. So until the next time, may God bless you abundantly. Thank you for tuning into this broadcast. We pray it has been a blessing to you all.
0: Do not forget to like us and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to check out our podcast titled Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield on all of your favorite stations. If you are not a partner yet and you would like to join this mighty move of God across the nations, go now to our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com to create a special partnership with the work of God's kingdom and you can write to us making your checks payable to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church. P.O. Box 8882, Fort Worth, Texas 76124. And remember, it is the Father's
1: good pleasure to give you the kingdom.